2023 is the year to start working with renters. Stay tuned. This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by Real Geeks. How many homes are you going to sell this year? Do you have the right tools? Is your website turning soft leads into interested buyers? Are you spending money on leads that aren't converting? Well, Real Geeks is your solution. Find out why agents across the country choose Real Geeks as their technology partner. Real Geeks was created by an agent for agents. They pride themselves on delivering a sales and marketing solution so that you can easily generate more business. Their agent websites are fast and built for lead conversion with a smooth search experience for your visitors. Real Geeks also includes an easy-to-use agent CRM, so once a lead signs up on your website, you can track their interest and have great follow-up conversations. Real Geeks is loaded with a ton of marketing tools to nurture your leads and increase brand awareness. Visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod and find out why realtors come to Real Geeks to generate more business. Again, visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod. And now, on to our show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made by real estate agents and for real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris, and in just a moment, we're going to be speaking with Alex Concepcion, who is a top realtor and also a top super agent for renters. But before we get to Alex, just a couple of quick reminders. One, please support our sponsors. They support us doing these episodes. Please check out their products and services and consider investing in them for your business. And second, tell a friend. Think of one other agent that hasn't yet listened to our podcast and send them a link to our website, which is keepingitrealpod.com. Every episode we've ever produced can be streamed right from a browser or if the person you're sending us to is a podcast listener of other shows, just have them pull up whatever podcast app they use, search for Keeping It Real, and hit that subscribe button. All right, thank you so much, and on to our my episode, sorry, on to my conversation, which is really the episode, of uh, with Alex Concepcion. <laughs> Today on the show is Alexander Concepcion from Daco Street Locating, uh, serving Austin, Houston, and Dallas. Let me tell you more about Alexander. Now, Alexander is a Cuban-American born and raised in Miami, Florida. He moved to Austin to chase riches and tacos. After trying a bunch of random gigs going broke, he stumbled into apartment location services and created Taco Street Locating. Now, after more than 400 deals and 700000 in revenue, he's becoming one of the most successful independent apartment locators in Texas, probably in the country, not just Texas. When he's not locating, he's working on his a a book that he's writing. He's also uh, being a low budget Anthony Bourdain. That's not the book. That's a a comma being a low budget Anthony Bourdain cooking, playing disc golf, and also working out. I have two websites I want everybody to check out first, just to see what Alexander is all about. Taco Street locating is his apartment locating service, but he also teaches, and we were just chatting about this beforehand. We believe the first and maybe only course out there for agents to learn how to do apartment locating 
So the best way to learn about this course, and we're going to talk about it today, visit the website apartmentlocatingmastery.com. By the way, both of those links are in the show notes. So just scroll to the show notes, click on, in particular, Apartment Locating Mastery to see his course. Alexander, I keep wanting to call you Alex because I have a very close friend named Alex. So I apologize. I might stumble over that uh, here. Uh, But anyway, Alexander, welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah, I, I I used to go by Alex, but I switched to Alexander this year because um, I it's my actual full name and I just like it more. So yeah, cool. there's just a a lot, there's less Alexanders. So I'm like I'm, I'm going with it. It's mine. I, I I like it. I think there's some names that sound better shortened, and I think Alexander is not one of those names. I right. I like it better. It sort of works all the way through. Um, now I, I my name is a nickname, so I'm sort of not one to talk. But um, but my name is is actually uh, it's a Spanish name. It doesn't. It doesn't, uh, I'm not, uh, I'm not from, um, uh, uh, any sort of Spanish speaking country. Um, uh, but, uh, my, my name is Delphin is the D and J is Joaquin. Um, so, and I, I don't look particularly Spanish. I don't think so. I DJ is just a heck of a lot easier for people to, to absorb, but anyway, we're, we're not here to talk about my, uh, my name. Um, but I, I'm so excited to have you because this came at just a perfect time. So we have to give you a little background. So right now, you know, by the time you're listening to this, it's probably mid-December and Alexander and I are recording this late, uh, late November, just actually a few days before Thanksgiving. And we have about, well, between, I don't know, between seven and 800 agents here at our company. And we do mostly sales and we've tried over the years to really introduce our brokers, by the way, in Illinois, every realtor is called a broker. So I know that's not the way it is in every state. So I'll just say realtor, but we tried to take up to really encourage our realtors in between sales to do some, do some rentals because specifically here in Chicago, obviously big rental market and lots of money to be had. Uh, Most agents however, don't get their license to do rentals, meaning they don't, that's not why they got their license. And so they oftentimes just overlook it. And for me, I think it is a huge mistake, um, especially if you're newer into the business and maybe aren't as busy as somebody who's, you know, only doing sales, you know, full time. So I, I think this is so perfect for, for that reason. And also just the state of the market right now with interest rates being where they're at, uh, every realtor I, I talk to, even the ones at the very top of the food chain, seem to be stressed about next year. And I think this is so such perfect timing to talk to you. So um, let's let's talk about it. So first, I'd love to find out. I'd love to hear your origin story. How did how did you get to Austin? Because there, there's I know there's a good story though. So so tell us uh, why Austin and uh, and how you got into apartment locating. Yeah, uh, I graduated from college thinking I was going to get into like finance. Um, I spent two years getting rejected from every single job interview I ever did. Um, over over 50. I can relate to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I tried a little bit of real estate in Miami and just wasn't working. And I kind of just snapped. Um, I burned my college diplomas and I went to Austin because it just seemed like the right place for me. Um, I didn't know a lot of people. I had like $1,500 in the bank account. Um, Get to Austin, get like an actual job, job for the first time ever. Um, Quit that after nine months, realizing I've got to be on my own. Yeah. And I spent the next two years doing a bunch of random gigs. I sold cricket protein bars 
I did real estate photography. I traveled to Southeast Asia on like a food and travel documentary. Um, amazing stuff. But I come back to Austin after the after the trip, and I'm completely broke. Yeah. And in the middle of that of all that, I got my real estate license, and I'm like, I really don't want to be in real estate at all. Uh, I just want like a job, have money, to not be broke anymore. So I get into apartment locating thinking I was just going to do it for a few months. And I realized that one, I'm pretty good at it. Like it's actually cool work. I'm um, getting to be someone's like ambassador and like yeah. kind of building those relationships. And I realized how much money I could make. And given that it was Austin 2017 ish and people were flooding there. I'm like, yeah. Oh, okay. This is this is a serious opportunity. Um, so that's how this broke and desperate detour became a business. I'm still running five years later. It's amazing. Um, and and yeah, I don't know if it was just you know perfect timing meets perfect place meets you know um, meets hard work, which obviously you are a hard worker. I, I just think it's such a smart way to enter the real estate business um, because number one, you possibly are setting yourself up for future sales. At least a certain percentage of the people you service on the rental side could or will become buyers. Um, also, uh, everyone's got to live somewhere. So if they're not buying, they're renting, right? So there's just so much opportunity and you're in a city that is still, I mean, years, years later, still one of the coolest, you know, as far as when you put... You know what? What are the cool cities of this country? Uh, Austin's right near the top, if not right at the top, uh, out there with Charleston and Nashville and 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 others, uh, kind of of its ilk. Um, but let's let's t so so. What's interesting to me is you've built this course, apartment locating mastery, and I'm actually a little jealous because it is such a smart idea. And I I was saying to Alexander earlier, I said. I don't, I don't know that there's another product like this out there, which by the way, if you flip that into sales mastery or, you know, being a realtor, uh, sales mastery, there's about a million courses and there's a lot of really good ones and trying to enter that market, I think is a lot more difficult, um, and, and trying to make a name for yourself, but you've really created something that, and Alexander said, yeah, I think, I think I'm the only one out there doing this. And I've really created this impressive platform and program. So I am super pumped to tell you about it, but before we get into that, maybe just for because our audience is, is all over. Um, maybe we have listeners that have never sort of done rentals. So can you just sort of go through like, what does a rental look like as far as how quickly do rentals usually close? Meaning, you know, you meet with a person, you might show them some properties and then they sign the lease. Um, what's the usual average time that you find that that sort of start to finish ends? I don't have a great answer for that. <laughs> um, this, the cycles can be a day. Yeah. It could be a year. People are just on different timelines. Um, someone, someone could reach out to me today. I schedule them a tour for the afternoon. They close. Bam. That's it. Yeah. Or they reach out like, hey, I'm, I'm moving in January because I got a new job. And then, oh, now it's like February or March. And then they move into an apartment like April. 
So yeah. I may not see that check till like the end of summer. Right. Um, and the actual transactions themselves, if you want to get into that, um, are really straightforward. So when I talk about apartment locating, I'm specifically referring to these big three, 400 professionally managed buildings um, you see popping up all over the country. Mm -hmm. Those are the only buildings I work with because it's effectively a bounty system yeah. where I bring someone to a building and the per say they're spending like $2,000 on a one bedroom, which in Austin, that's pretty common. Um, and the building pays a hundred percent commission. That means I'm making $2,000 for that single deal. Yeah. Um, but I'm not touching paperwork. Um, I'm not putting my hands on the lease, on the deposit. There's no inspection, there's no financing. Um, all it is is my client putting my name down as like, hey, this guy referred me. Uh, and then the building pays out later. Yeah. I here in Chicago, so we, we have we call it sort of there's like two buckets or or two in two um uh two different inventories for apartments. There are what's on the MLS and then there are what I just call non-MLS or or maybe better said third third party property management companies, which again don't list on the MLS uh these apartments, uh, a lot of times high rises, like Alexander was saying. Um but who do pay usually one month's rent, like you were saying, uh, as a commission, or even more sometimes, depending on times of year and and how much occup occupied, uh, how many of the units are occupied. Um, so it it can be incredibly fast. It can be incredibly lucrative, um, and in a way, it's kind of nice. So the downside is that you may be competing if the building works with other agents as well. I know here in Chicago, many of the buildings they're like, we don't really care who rents it. Just someone get this thing rented. So they'll work oftentimes with, with a lot of different firms and provide that inventory to the firm. Um, or they'll only work with certain agents. Uh, my, my girlfriend works at a building there's 500 units here in Chicago and they only work with like three to three or four agents total, um, out of 45,000. Uh, so it all just kind of depends. But um, a lot of agents don't even know that this inventory really exists because they're focused on the MLS. When they have a rental, they don't really think beyond that in a lot of markets. Um, and there is a market uh, for it in a lot of places. Um, so my question is, how did you learn about, about you know this sort of, I don't want to call it off-market because it's not off-market, but non-MLS style of rentals? Um, I joined the first brokerage that would where I can make any kind of money that was apartment locating and uh they're like yeah this is how it works we work with these buildings they pay us this much money I'm like oh oh that's kind of cool um and I liked it because I didn't have to do like houses um because I never wanted to be like a home like a classic home buying and selling real estate agent. Um, I still don't do any of those deals. Um, but yeah, this is kind of just the, this was my point of entry into like making money in real estate. Um, so I've kind of just stayed in this niche this entire time. Um, and I don't plan on getting into sales. 
Um, what's, what's nice is that, you know, you can get paid on those referrals. So if you do have renters that turn into buyers and you're like, I, you know, I don't really have time for that. I don't really want to do that. It's not my thing. Um, you can still earn referral commissions, of course, by, you know, referring, which of course you already know, but I'm making that point for, for everyone else listening is like, it's not, you know, Alexander is still maintaining relationships with all of these renters. So if they want to move to another apartment at the end of their lease, he's their guy. If they want to buy a home, he's going to connect them with someone else who can assist. Um, but, but, um, Tell us, uh, so I want to mention one thing for anyone out there who's like, how do I get access to this inventory? Let's say they work at a brokerage that doesn't care about rentals. They don't really do rentals. And they're like, how do I get access to this inventory? How, how would you suggest that people start to build this, we'll call it non-MLS inventory of, of apartments that, um, you know, that, that these management companies will work with you for, with? Yeah. So there is like a database specifically for apartments. Um, called Smart Apartment Data. And it's basically the MLS for apartments. And it's way cheaper than the MLS. I don't use the MLS. But yeah, there's a database where you could see uh, which buildings are in my market. Uh, where can I send referrals to? What commissions do they pay? Um, and it also functions as like, the, at least for me, the first point of research um, that I could send to my clients. Uh, I kind of all happens on that platform. Um, but yeah, that's getting the inventory is pretty straightforward. Yeah. I know like the way that we built ours before services like that exist is we just called a lot of buildings and said, Hey, you know, if our agents want to come rent, is that okay? And we have, usually have to sign some sort of agreement. And, um, but it's, it was shockingly easy, uh, to, to get access to that information. And now I'm so glad to hear that there's a, a service that does that for you for, for a relatively low fee. Um, that's incredible value. I didn't even know that existed. So I'm going to take a look at that myself. What was that called again? If you don't mind me asking, uh, smart apartment data got it so let's let's talk about apartment locating itself um we talked about like the the cycle uh the sales cycle the rental cycle could be as quickly as you said as an afternoon could be as long as a year depending on on how you know when the person's moving um but let's talk about lead generation because that's always you know uh, on our our listeners minds is hey this is all great um, how do I get leads? Now, in the past, uh, years and years ago, when I first started in this industry, and this is going back to like 2010 or 11, there was the the way that a lot of people did it is they posted ads on Craigslist um, because it was free. It's no, no longer free, I believe, to do that, but it's still pretty inexpensive, I believe. But it was free at the time, and people would post hundreds of ads uh, because there was a software that could do this. And I think it's maybe now transitioned more to Facebook marketplace, but um, would love to, to hear, uh, oh, I'm sorry. And so let me to complete my thought. The reason why people would post ads on Craigslist is because that was used to be the number one place people looked for apartments. Um, and so they would reply to ads. And by the way, the buildings that Alexander is referencing oftentimes allow, sometimes they don't, and sometimes they do, but they some allow you to actually promote their listings, their, their open apartments. Um, and so I don't know if that existed so much in 2017, but I'd love to hear about how you recommend people go about, you know, getting their, getting the name out there and, and finding some leads. Yeah. Um, to start, I started on Craigslist uh, yeah. early on. It worked, but uh, Craigslist is a lot to manage. Um, 
but it is something you could do to start off. Um, there are a lot of apartment rental uh, websites where you can like, yeah, you just take a building's information, make ads with it, get leads like that. Um, yeah, pretty much all buildings I know um, just let you do that. Some don't. Some will yeah. ask you to take your stuff down, then you take it down. Um, but it's knowing like all the channels you put like those ads on and get leads like that. Um, I mean, a lot of people do that. Um, and a lot of people just make the ads look like how everyone else has looked like. So everyone's kind of just blending in. Um, the ones I would make would, would stand out. Yeah, it's smart. Um, I do a lot of creative writing, uh, a lot of silly, fun stuff. Um, and I've put like a business card picture on there. It has me in like my alpaca selfie business card picture. Um, so yeah, it, what I do stands out um, yeah. at all layers. Um, but zooming out, there's a difference between what I'll describe as rented channels and owned channels. So a rented channel could be like Facebook, Google, um, any of these platforms to post ads, Craigslist. I don't, I don't own any of them. I don't control any of them. And for me to survive long-term in this business, I didn't want to rely on channels I didn't control. If I didn't control my channels, then I didn't control my business. That's a good point. Um, so that's why early on I would, uh, I got my own website, like professionally done for Taco Street. Um, it's a brand I own. It's a website I own and control. And I knew that had to be one of my primary lead channels because it's something I owned and controlled. Uh, so these days, probably more than half of the deals I close come from my website. Uh, but that took a while to build. That's not sure. something that um, immediately started getting traffic. But I think it's just practical to have a website day one mm -hmm. that in my case, I got to be the face of my own business. It was my website. Um, I can capture leads. Um, I use really fun like lead form software. Um, yeah, so yeah, I'm very pro owned channels over rented channels. I, that's actually really smart because Craigslist in particular, going back a ways, used to be you could get away with posting 100 ads an hour. And then eventually mm -hmm. Craigslist goes, well, that's, we don't really want people doing that. And they make an algorithm change or, or, or just a change to their code. And all of a sudden, now you can't as easily do that. Um, all of a sudden, you know, Zillow starts charging for rental ads. Um, these are what, what Alexander's saying, these, these rented channels, you're, you're at the mercy of how friendly they, they are feeling at that moment. And all of a sudden now Craigslist is like, oh, by the way, we're going to start charging you now for ads that used to be free, um, you know, and it's probably still reasonably priced, but it now it, it all of a sudden now changes your business. And so this idea of creating your own brand is so smart. And I really encourage everyone to go to Taco Street Locating because Alexander has done such a good job of making it fun. It's a fun 
uh, experience to browse this website, which by the way, if we contrast that with the average real estate agent's website, um, and I guess, of course, Alexander is a real estate agent, but I mean, somebody who's, who's a more traditional sales agent, um, it's going to, it's going to give you a different experience. I think going to your website, it's a fun experience. You get to learn about you. You get to very easily browse through inventory and, and, and just, you know, you provide a lot of value on that website. And I think it's, it's a, and also it's funny, like you have humor in there mm -hmm. and humor is oftentimes doesn't show up anywhere in a realtor website. So I love the fact that you made it fun and funny. I, I think that probably goes a long way with, with your clients. Yeah. So one big, so again, I think of everything through a survival first framework. And from this, this tangent begins on why I don't believe competition's real because I'm never going head to head against another locator. Even though there's a lot of them out there, I'm never going head to head against any of them. The reality it's the, the quote unquote uh, trophy is a human and they get to choose. So the risk is that I don't, it's not that I lose a competition, it's that I don't get chosen. So I call that, I call it like replacement risk. And I have to make myself irreplaceable. So I start with that with brand. I'm the only taco themed real estate company there is. Um, but there's a lot of content on the website. I have a lot of videos, a lot of blogs, a lot of guides, which means by the time people get to me, they've gone through all of this mm -hmm. and I become the only one they trust. Yeah. And by the time they get to me, they're like, hey, I've seen your videos. I've seen your content. They're like, I'm ready to go. I'm like, great, I've won. It's a good point because we're really talking about what is also known as social proof is, is sort of uh, showing somebody your expertise in a way that they now feel more connected to you as an individual, as as somebody who, oh, I, I feel like I know Alexander a little bit through his writing, through his videos, through his fun website, but also I don't, I don't have another experience to sort of compare to that because no one else has this content in this particular way. Mm -hmm. And so you're right. You're not competing uh, with, with other agents online because you're like, my content's better, my site's more fun, and I'm going to provide a better service. So that's a really important point, which, which really goes, um, I think a lot of our agents or sorry, a lot of our listeners can really sort of go, gosh, wouldn't it be great to, to have such an incredible experience for somebody that by the time they get to me, I've already been chosen, um, which is a pretty incredible uh, task uh, that, that, you've, that you've completed for them. Mm -hmm. And it goes a long way to me preserve my energy. Yeah. Before my first calls would be like 25, 30 minutes. And uh, they do the same phone call every single time. What's the service? How does the process works? What neighborhoods do you recommend? What buildings do you like? And I just made videos about all of that and just put it up front. So by the time someone gets to me, they've seen those videos. What would have been a 30 minute call is now like a five, 10 minute call. And through a survival first framework, my most important resource is my energy. Yeah. And department locating, it's a high volume business. It, to make good money, you need to work with a lot of people. And there's just a lot of mechanics. There's a lot of doing a lot. 
And most people I know who make it to a certain point of this business burn out. Yeah. Because even though one transaction isn't hard, a hundred is if you don't have the right systems and operations. Um, so yeah, everything is something I look at through survival first. You know, that's a really, really good point. So I recruit realtors. I was thinking about this, putting it through my own lens. And I have essentially a very similar conversation <laughs> with every, which about a half an hour, like you, like you were apartment locating of initial conversations. And I just realized I could be doing a better job of this as well, where I could have that 30 minute sort of monologue for lack of a pitch, I guess, for lack of a better word, the way I do it, uh, that could be, that could be a video that I could send in advance mm -hmm. to somebody. And, and maybe I wouldn't make it 30 minutes, but whatever, I would make it a certain period of time where they could get the vast majority of the information, feel like they know me a little bit. This is actually helping me in my business. So thank you for that. But I love this too, because also you're branding yourself in such a way that I would assume other agents are like, who don't want to deal with rentals. It's just not what they do. They're like, Oh, Alexander's the guy he's got all the the best content he's got you know the buildings he knows he knows the inventory by the way um i am curious i'm i'm sorry i'm going to interrupt myself i am curious how important knowing the inventory is as a rental agent because as a sales agent inventory is always changing um for rentals you know there's a finite number of buildings that you probably work with how important is it to just know those buildings in and out and everything about it I'm going to flip this on you. Go ahead. <laughs> you go to a restaurant in Chicago. How important is it for you that the waiter knows the menu? It's super important. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because, because I ask the waiter, Hey, I'm looking through here. What are the best things? I always ask that, uh, because I don't know. And you're absolutely right. It's amazing point. So the way most locators get trained is you get a few meetings with a broker, a pat on the back, good luck, here's some leads, have at it. Yeah. And these people don't know the inventory. They're like people that they, they serve food on a menu, they just don't know what's on the menu. And that's why their service kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, whereas I did the opposite and I teach the opposite in my course, it's, no, you need to be an expert first. Yes. You need to go out into the market, tour buildings, see what's going on. So when you're talking to like prospective leads, they know you know your stuff. Yeah. Um, I even take it a, a step further. Um, I made videos where I talk about these are the buildings in the market. I love it. And people watch the videos are like, this guy knows his stuff. Yeah. And all that's something, if you're starting, you could do pretty fast. Like, yeah. you don't have to wait five years to do this. It took me years to figure out maybe I should make these videos, but that's something you could do now. Yeah. It's a really, it's, again, it goes back to this uh, setting yourself up to be able to, um, uh, have people know that you are the expert and having this content at the ready is like, oh, hey, you know, what? I'm thinking as you're chat, you know, you're, you're having your initial conversation with somebody, 
And maybe they don't know about you yet. Maybe it's kind of a random introduction. They don't know you as this apart, great apartment uh, locator. And all of a sudden you're like, okay, based on what you said, there's two places that are probably the best fit. I have videos for both. I'm going to shoot them over to you so you can get a sense of, of what I think about it and things to learn. And all of a sudden, I mean, that is such an amazing high level of service. I guess the idea is providing the highest level of service, right? And that is an incredibly high level of service. It's not, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go, we're going to go see these properties because you're probably going to do that too. But you're like, before we do that, let's just make sure that, that you kind of like what you see. And of course they can go to the building websites as well, but with your own spin on it uh, and your own videos, your own content, boy, you, again, you're just branding yourself as I am the guy. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't even get into like the actual service that I'm doing um, is like the research process. Cause I don't know if you've had to find your own apartment it takes sure. a lot of time. It's a, it's a pain. Time. Yeah, super pain in the ass. Yeah. Um, and most locators take people through a very like, just click a bunch of options on this database, send it over. And there's no real value add to that. Anyone can do that. Yeah. I built a process I call the big fancy spreadsheet, which is exactly what it sounds like. It, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's just a really big detailed spreadsheet, but that takes inventory where I, well, like, not me, my, my freelancers do this for me. Yeah. Um, but they'll like call every single building you're interested in, tell you what's available, put it all in one place and organize it. And just, it condenses your research process by so much. Yeah. Uh, I don't know a single locator that does anything close to that. So I know when I send that spreadsheet to someone, they're like, oh, <laughs> this yeah. guy's not this guy, this guy's not messing around um because the biggest waste of time is to tour an apartment that doesn't have what you want yes and for both I, for both parties for the agent right. and for the tenant yeah yeah and it goes back to like survival first if if i'm touring if i'm spending all my day touring places that don't have the right availability that's wasting my time it's wasting their time so if i do all this research ahead of time then we're not wasting anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it's a great, it's a great point. And, um, you know, as you were talking about touring the building, I, I wanted just to mention something you said at the very beginning that I just want to make sure everyone understands. So it's like, okay, once somebody's ready to make the decision and the way that Alexander works with, with his, uh, his, his prospective clients is by the time they're going to see a building, you, he, they already know this is probably the place. Maybe there's one other place, but it's going to be a short list. And here's the beauty. When the person lands on the property they want, um, Alexander walks them down to the uh, to, to the office where if there's an on-site office where there usually is for these big buildings and says, I've got somebody. And, and I mean, you've already been introduced to them at this point, but they, you're right. They do the paperwork. They have their own process mm -hmm. and, and you're maybe you're there to be present as they do it. But um, but your job's basically done at that point. You're just handing the person off to to the building uh, internal leasing agents or whatever they may have or the property management mm -hmm. team. And, uh, and they do a lot of the heavy lifting for you. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. I don't touch contracts. Um, I'm not doing any of that. Um, it's huge pain in the ass. I don't want to do it. <laughs> so I don't. Uh, that's just not part of locating. Um, there's, there's, stuff, there's, there's still stuff. There's like invoicing, actually getting the money. That's a pain in the ass down the line. 
I, um, I, we, we have, uh, we have 700 plus agents here. We, we know that pain. So, so what we're talking about just for anyone to know, and this is important one of the, and I don't want to call it a con. I just want to call it, um, something to know that if you're getting into apartment locating to be aware of, and the be aware of is how you get paid from these third-party management companies, which not like an MLS transaction where at closing agent gets the check, everyone's happy, uh, everyone's paid. No, often some some firms will do that. Um, uh, some apartment locating, sorry, some apartment companies will pay you that way. Most in my experience, as Alexander mentioned, you have to invoice. And so you have to send them an invoice saying, Hey, you're basically sending them a bill. Hey, you owe me one month's rent or whatever the, the, the agreement is. And then they're going to take their time to pay the bill. Some pay faster than others. Um, some, I know some in Chicago can pay as quick as a couple of weeks. Others take a couple of months. So there, that that's the thing to know is that getting paid, there may be a little bit of a delay because they're not obligated to pay you the moment the, the person signs the lease. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you're not careful and go through the proper steps, a building is going to find a way to not pay you. Yeah. I've lost a lot of money <laughs> from thinking I was going to get paid on a deal to the buildings. Like, actually, you didn't do this small little step. So we're not going to pay you that $2,500 check oh. you, thought, you thought you were getting. Um, and yeah, I, that's, that's part of the course that I teach is how do you do the upfront work to make sure that you do get paid? Yeah, that's a good um, point. Getting paid is a huge pain in the ass in huge. this business. Um, my freelancer does that for me. So I don't, I don't do any of that because it's, again, survival first. Yeah. You don't, you don't want to be chasing, you don't no. want to be chasing the check. Yeah. No, no, no. And, and we, we have a whole department here at our company that chases those checks because, um, and again, some management companies are wonderful and easy and others are more challenging. And, yeah. and, uh, I like some even will have rules that like, well, if the person walked into our office before they met you, Mr. And Mrs. Agent, and you brought them in, maybe they walked in, turned around and walked out, but somehow their name got put in the system. And then you now walk them in mm -hmm. and maybe the, your person doesn't even tell you that they've already been there. Yeah. Uh, that can, that can sometimes be a thing where a bandage manager is like, well, we're not going to pay you because this person already knew about us. So there's, there's, these are important things to know about each building so that you're not, you know, wasting time or, or not getting paid. Yeah. Another really important thing is, uh, the send and escort policies of a building. So in apartment locating, there's either um, escorting a person to a building where you like go with them in person, do the tour. Uh, that's called escort. Buildings always pay on escorts. Uh, like they'll always pay their maximum amount on escorts. But then there's a send where you don't tour in person with the client for whatever reason. Um, some buildings actually pay the exact same, both escort and send. Uh, some buildings pay a lesser percentage, maybe like where in where they normally pay one month's rent, maybe on a send they pay 50%. Sometimes they don't pay anything. So that's one way to lose money yeah. is uh, sending someone to a building that doesn't pay commission on sending tenants. Um, yeah. I lost a lot of money that way. Um. But that's something you should research ahead of time. Um, but it also 
makes this a more depending on where you live different cities are have different blends um austin is a blend of send and escort buildings dallas and houston are mostly uh you could send an escort at the same price uh same commission and it's great yeah, it's a big reason i'm able to do business in those markets also sure um so that fact makes locating really interesting as a remote operable business. Um, so I don't know um, how most buildings are in Chicago, um, but if, with, if you have, a, if you operate in or near a market with a lot of buildings you could send people at and still get paid a good amount of money, you don't like, if you're based in Austin, you could do business in Dallas and Houston. And That's incredible. Versa. Yeah, so it's a really interesting uh, market for that reason. Um, and on the lead gen side, um, you can generate a lot of home buyer leads with apartments because people who rent apartments eventually buy houses. So if you're even starting off this business, apartment locating is a really good long-term high quality lead source because you've already built a relationship with a client. You don't have to sell yourself again. I want to pause for a moment to talk about our episode sponsor, our one of my favorite companies out there, Follow Up Boss. Now, after interviewing hundreds of top realtors in the country for this podcast, do you know which CRM is used by more than any other by our guests? Of course, it is Follow Up Boss. And let's face it, following up is the key to taking your business to the next level. Follow Up Boss will help you drive more leads in less time and with less effort. Do not take my word for it. Robert Slack, who runs the number one team in the U.S., uses Follow-Up Boss, and he has built a $1.5 billion business in just six years. Follow-Up Boss integrates with over 250 systems, so you can keep your current tools and lead sources. Also, the best part, they have seven-day-a-week support, so you'll get the help that you need when you need it. And get this, Follow-Up Boss is so sure that you're going to love their CRM that for a limited time, they're offering Keeping It Real listeners a 30-day free trial, which is twice as much time as they give everyone else. And oh, yeah, no credit card required. So you can try it risk-free, but only if you use this special link. Visit followupboss.com forward slash real. That's followupboss.com forward slash real for your free 30-day trial. Follow up like a boss with Follow Up Boss. And now back to our episode. Yeah, I, I, that's true. And you know, you you just have to remember to stay in touch after after the rental. And uh, that's something that also there's not that much competition for because we all know all of the listeners here know most uh, most agents maybe don't do such a great job of staying in touch after a rental, after a sale. Uh, I, I mean, there's always those statistics and I never know which ones to believe, but it's a certain percentage of people like three years after they buy or sell something, forget the name of their realtor. So it's not, mm -hmm. this is something that a lot of agents struggle with. So if you're, if you're working in the rental space and you want to eventually get those people who who transition to become buyers um you better you better do a good job of of staying in touch because you're right you've worked so hard to establish yourself as the apartment locator and you don't want that all that goodwill to be sort of forgotten about after uh after the rental yeah another benefit a lot of people don't think about is because apartment locating is a higher volume business you get more contact more people whereas in traditional sales you may do 
I don't know what the average amount is, like a dozen maybe. Yeah. Um, but it's not a lot of like human to human contact. It's a whereas, great point. Yeah, where I could do 5, 10, 15, 20 deals in a month, which means I have that number of people who know me, which means more referrals. It means more word of mouth. Um, it means more repeat clients in the yeah. future. Uh, I've had people lease with me three, four, five times. Um, it's incredible. They get, then, they, then they send their friends to me. So there's a survivor's bias. It kind of like in any, in all real estate, where the longer you make it, the more likely you are to con- going to continue to make it. Right. Um, but yeah, I think there's a lot of benefit to having higher volume client exposure. Um, especially if you're brand new. Yeah. Yeah, especially. I um, mean, it's it's such a it, you just you made such a this is such an important point for everyone out there who is going. Nobody wants to buy right now. It's you know rates are at seven percent, or I guess they just did drop. So maybe now they're in the sixes, but it's still higher than a lot of consumers would like. And you know, but if people aren't buying, they're renting. And yeah, you're right. It's a high touch business and you just your reach just goes really far because the transactions are typically shorter in nature so you just get to reach a lot of people and you're right more opportunity for referrals for uh you know for repeat business or for conversion to sales let's talk i want to talk about apartment locating mastery your course because by now um i i hope we've made the case that you could easily depending on the market now if you live in rural I don't know, rural Iowa, maybe this would be more of a challenge. So it's not going to fit every particular market, but I guess it could fit probably just about any market because there's always apartment or there's always rental opportunities. Um, But um, what Alexander does is he teaches you exactly how he started the systems he's put in place, um, you know, all of the best advice he has about how to run this business, even how to select brokerage, because not every brokerage is super friendly to their agents doing rentals. So some brokerages are kind of like, they dissuade agents to do that. Um, But tell us about Apartment Locating Mastery, which by the way, website, apartmentlocatingmastery.com. But tell us about the course. Yeah. So before there's been a, a limited number of options to just learn how to do the business, Usually the first option is to join an apartment locating specific brokerage that's going to realistically do like two or three meetings with you and here's some leads. Um, They're not really going to train you. Um, I know people, I did one of those quote unquote programs um, and I know dozens of agents who've gone through similar programs. Um, It's really up to you to learn it yourself, um, mm-hmm. to just figure things out the hard way. And the main reason I started this course was, I think you don't need to do that. You don't need to go through one of these apartment locating brokerages who are going to take most of your money. Um, I effectively paid $27,000 my quote unquote training. Wow. Yeah, because it was... It was the leads I generated on my own. That was the money I paid to my broker. Right. So he got a great deal out of me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've spent just five years really fine tuning apartment locating 
And I hit a point where I realized I don't want to be a locator forever, but I do want to transition into training and coaching because for me, it's been such an amazing vehicle to become an entrepreneur, something I never imagined being, um, to making a good living for myself more than I ever imagined. And it's given me the sense of confidence I never imagined for myself, Um, given given where I was where I started. Uh, So it's given me so much sovereignty and freedom uh, where in the last five years, I've probably traveled the world for about one of them. Um, And I can't imagine having freedom in any other like way. And I wanted, and I want to teach other people how to use this business to become their own sovereign entrepreneurs. Yeah, Um, it's it's great because it gives you a lot of leverage when you are negotiating with your brokerage, or when, or maybe you want to open your own brokerage because. I, I can just run it myself, but it, 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 this idea of what, what, what Alexander was saying is, is really common here in Chicago is that they have these apartment locating companies who really, they've already curated the inventory. So they already have the inventory that you don't have to go out and kind of build on your own and, and, and figure out that database. Um, they've also figured out some sort of lead generation source where they're usually providing you leads. The trade-off is that your commission splits, I have seen commission splits as low as like 30, 35%. Um, and it's usually, you know, people would, would find that shocking, but, but because, um, they can, they have the inventory and the leads and they know that you can't do that on your own. I mean, they, you could do it on your own, but they're not going to teach you how to do it on your own. So they're going to take the lion's share of the income and they're probably not going to train you well, because you're not probably going to make a lot of money at 35%, which means you're going to leave at a certain point, which means they'll just keep that machine rolling with people coming and going at all times. Right. (laughs) Which means if you're an independent thinking you don't want to go down that route yeah you don't have to quote unquote compete against those people because they're not going to be there for that long yeah and so you have these agencies where like they're big and kind of scary on the surface like how can I compete against them you're not you're on your own building your own brand building your own reputation and you get to choose what brokerage you go with uh, for me, once I once I figured out I could do all of it on my own, I joined one of these one of these zero commission brokerages. Smart, and that they're they're basically a bring your own everything brokerage, where it's on me to bring my own training, my own education, my own lead source, all that stuff. But I could have, I'm effectively running my own business inside of another brokerage. Um, and it let me do whatever I wanted to do and no one was there to stop me. So, yes, we're talking. And again, we're continue talking about 
uh, sovereignty, or, or now people use the word agency, this idea of, uh, not to talk about working at an agency, but this idea of having really so much control over your own brand, your business, your destiny, that um, even, even in the brokerage that you select, we're a hundred percent firm as well. We have a similar model to the firm I uh, suspect that you work at. And, um, and so it's, uh, it's, it's, it's really nice. And I, I love the fact that if you're an agent out there and you're worried about 20, well, even if you're not worried about 2023, if you want to add just another revenue stream and you're like, well, not a lot of buyers these days, um, the sellers, you know, a lot of the homes are sitting, sitting on the market for longer than I'd like. So even, you know, just having listings isn't a guaranteed, uh, sort of quick, quick money as it, as it was before. Um, so things might just be sitting a lot longer Add rentals in because number one, like Alexander was saying, high touch business, you're going to expand your reach. You're going to just talk to a lot of people. Um, you're going to probably have more opportunities to, you know, get more referrals that way and just reach more. And also, um, again, people become buyers uh, down the road too. Or, or I always like to say the other way, instead of some renters become buyers ago, pretty much everyone that owns used to rent. <laughs> That's I always like love that expression because it's so true. And I, I'm shocked that brokerages um, who do take on newly licensed agents, most of them don't really touch on rentals that much. And it's a little surprising because I think, you know, by the time, and I'll, I, by the time I was ready to buy a home, I had never worked with an agent because I found my own apartments and I, I, nobody had, I just didn't know that there were even people who could, could help you find apartments. So I was always finding my own apartments. And by the time I needed a realtor, I didn't have one. I didn't have one in my back pocket and meaning I didn't know anybody. And I had to go, wait, do I know someone who's a realtor? Uh, and then I had to find one. And, and thankfully it was my friend. I was like, oh yeah, my friend's a realtor, but, um, had my friend helped me and it wasn't his, he wasn't an apartment guy, but had he had somebody else helped me along the way, I probably wouldn't have gone with my friend, not because I don't like him, but because I would have felt obligated to work with the person who I've already knew, like, and trusted as my agent. So you're absolutely right. You're building that confidence and trust early on and hoping that, you know, that person stays with you your whole life, but you were going to learn all of this stuff uh, uh, by uh, investing in apartment locating mastery. Again, the website apartmentlocatingmastery.com. And Alexander, this is, or Alexander does not just teach, here's how to show apartments. Here's how to convert. He does that too, but it's really everything. It's like how to deal with inventory, lead gen, um, you know, converting leads into clients, um, picking the market, learning, just uh, just professionalism. And that's another thing in the apartment space is the people that are apartment locators. Sometimes professionalism is not at the top of, of, of everyone's, uh, you know, sort of value list. So that's another way to separate yourself is to be this highly professional and, and uh, person who's helping people with apartments. And the best way to do that is through knowledge and experience. And Alexander's going to teach you how to do that. You know, basically his, his goal is zero to 10,000 a month in apartment locating. So if you wanted to add anywhere from, you know, a couple of deals, a couple of rentals a month to, you know, gosh, a hundred plus a year, um, he's going to show you how to do it because he's done it and he is doing it. So Alexander, um, if everyone, uh, if, if anyone wants to learn about this, and of course you do, and you, of course you should, apartmentlocatingmastery.com is the place. Um, and you have some bonuses too that uh, that exist um, with, the, with the course, not just how to build a successful practice. Can you tell us a little bit about the bonuses? Yeah. So I'm still working on content uh, for the course that gets more 
uh, that gets deeper into systems and operations, especially like how to use a CRM because it's closing one deal is easy and getting the basics down is fairly straightforward, but taking that next step into closing like a hundred deals a year requires a lot more kind of operational muscle. Mm-hmm. So that is going to be part of um, the course. Um, and so the, the course is already launched, but this is going to be a supplemental bonus material that's going in there. And yeah, it's a, it's a lot. I spent months building this course. It's a extremely detailed, comprehensive and yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah. Well, I encourage everyone listening. Look, let's make 2023 the year you add another stream of income to your real estate business. I mean, this is a way I've always thought, you know, real estate's transactional, of course, in nature. Um, and we want to try to smooth out the in-betweens as much as we can in between clients and between deals. Um, rentals are a great way to say, I service everyone. I service the buyers, the sellers, uh, the renters, or partnering with somebody who does that, like an Alexander. Like if you, if you, for example, for everyone listening, if you have a client that's moving to Austin, um, and wants to, you know, find an apartment for per se, you're going to refer Alexander. He's the guy. He is the guy. Um, you want to be, if you, if you want to take your business to that particular level, you can be that person in your local market. And I would bet there's not as much competition as there is at the top of the, uh, I want to be the, the top, you know, sales agent of my, you know, everyone's vying for that spot. Rentals are often kind of forgotten about. And I think, it's a good thing for anyone listening because it means there's less competition. And again, I, Alexander is right in saying there really isn't competition, but there's fewer players in the space, I guess we could say. And, you know, I mean, Alexander's made almost a million dollars doing rentals. Like this is an incredibly lucrative business. And so you can make great money. You could help people that a lot of agents would just discard. Oh, you don't want to buy? Call me when you're ready to buy, right? I mean, I bet you have stories of renters that come to you going, I reached out to an agent. They basically told me to get lost. They don't do rentals. I mean, it happens, which is so shocking to me, but it does happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get, it's a, I get a lot of other real estate agents. They're like, I don't know what to do with rentals. I'm like... <laughs> I'll take them. (laughs) And then I can make like two, three thousand dollars from that referral. And the the agent just didn't know how much money they just lost by like referring that to me. Yeah. And it wouldn't have been like a lot of work for them if they only knew how to do very basic foundational things. Yeah. Um, There is another really interesting point with locating that I think makes it really compelling in any market. Um, So you probably saw a lot of market squeeze when it was got really hot or there just wasn't inventory. Yeah. That doesn't happen with apartment locating. Um, I mean, if you're like in San Francisco, New York city, this doesn't work in those markets because right. there just isn't inventory, but in your normal city, um, all of which I lay out on the website, um, a single building has three, 400 units and you have hundreds of buildings, you're not running out of, out of in, inventory. The inventory right. is going to be there. There's always turnover every month as well. Yeah. 
So the in, there's always going to be inventory. You're never going to get market squeezed out of the business where you could be the world's best real estate agent. But if you're in a market where there's nothing to buy or sell, then it's not going to work out well for you. Yeah, this is just a great way to to work with you know, a changing market when maybe sales are, are down, uh, rentals tend to tend to go up. So this is mm -hmm. the time to invest in a course like this apartment locating mastery. And I'll just end with this. So I was mentioning my girlfriend works at one of these types of buildings where there's 500 units. It's like a super high end luxury building. Uh, some of their three bedrooms, now not every market's going to have this, of course, but some of their three bedrooms are like $7,000. They pay a $7,000 commission if you bring them. Now, they only work with a couple of agents. It's kind of a goofy building. And, and that's a really extreme example. Not, not every market has things like that. But imagine if you walked somebody into a building and you let the, like my girlfriend, the way that it works at her building is the agent walks in. Now, they know the agents because they only work with a handful of them. My girlfriend does all the work. She takes the tour. The agent kind of hangs back, kind of chimes in when need be. But my girlfriend's job is to sell the building. So she's leading the tour. The agent's kind of piping in from time to time. And then she goes down and she wants to close the sale too. So, or the rental. So she, you know, she does the hard, heavy lifting. You know, they have quotas to hit a lot of these uh, apartment um, in, internal leasing agents for, for these buildings. And, and then a $7,000 check gets written to the agent. It's in, there's incredible money in this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For me, I would say the average check is about 1500 to 2000, but I did have a deal recently where I get a call in the morning, schedule a tour with a client in the afternoon, and he signs a $4,400 unit uh, lease at a building paying 150% commission. Oh, it's amazing. That's what, like a $6,000 check or so? Yeah, more. <laughs> That's a good day's work. Yeah. <laughs> so how would everyone out there like to learn to do that? So, you know, Alexander's not just saying it's possible. He's like, I'm going to show you how to do it. So check out apartmentlocatingmastery.com. Why not learn from the, the guy? He's the guy. And uh, also check out his website too. get hooked on him. Because what, what I really want you to do, whether you invest in his course or not, and I encourage you to invest in it. But even if you don't, I want you to look at how he branded himself. His, his B2C website, business to consumer website is Taco Street Locating. That's Think about how, go to the website, let's look at how fun it is. He made a really arduous process, stressful process. Um, traditionally not a super fun process. He made it fun. And that in and of itself is brilliant. He's going to teach you how to do these kind of things and build this side business. Maybe, by the way, maybe you're still like, I don't want to be an apartment. Look, I don't want to do rentals. Well, maybe you could bring on a team member and they could be the apartment, the rental person and you be the salesperson. So it's not like, even if this doesn't affect you, or maybe you're a team, you don't really have somebody doing rentals. Oh my gosh, there's so much opportunity here. So 2023, we know it's going to be tough on the sales side. We just know that. I wish it wasn't, but it's going to be. Rentals are where it's at. So apartmentlocatingmastery.com is where you can learn about the course. Taco Street Locating is Alexander's website to see how he services his clients, the content he provides, so that by the time they actually get to him, they're like, he's my guy. And he hasn't even met them yet. That's an amazing thing to have happen. And um, 
Alexander, we're so grateful that you came on the show to talk about this. So um, on behalf of the audience, we want to thank you for coming on. We know uh, you're probably racing to your next uh, apartment uh, locating a client or appointment. So thank you for taking time out of your day to tell us about the course and how you built your business. And um, also on behalf of Alexander and myself, we want to thank our audience for you know listening or watching all the way to the end. The best way that you can help us grow is by telling a friend. Think of one other agent. Everybody knows a struggling agent. They need to hear this episode. Send them a link to this episode. Uh, the best way you could do that, well, if they listen to podcasts, just have them pull up uh, Keeping It Real on any podcast app, or just go to our website, keepingitrealpod.com. Every single episode we've ever done can be streamed right from a browser. You don't even need uh, a podcast app to do that. So anyway, Alexander, on behalf of everyone, thank you. Uh, this has been a fun conversation, and uh, we will see everybody on the next episode. Thanks, Alexander. Thank you.